I'm Mallory Rubin. And I'm Van Lathan. Check out the Ringerverse podcast from The Ringer for all things superhero movies, nerd culture, and fandom entertainment. We have instant reviews and fun takes on all the latest news and more available now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Would I lie to you, baby? Would I lie to you? Yes, I would lie to you. You're lying. Hi everyone, welcome to Writer's House. I hope you are all safe and well. Today we are going to be talking a little bit about North London Derby and a look ahead to Arsenal's game against Liverpool. We're going to give flowers to Jude Bellingham and Phil Foden. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about boxing ahead of the Ben and Eubank Jr. fight. And finally, we chat a bit about the Women's Champions League draw. And my guests are Blow Lloyd Hughes and making her comeback. Oh my Woo! God. She's risen the queen. Oh my God. Jeanette Quarchie's back, oh ladies and gents. I can't believe it. I can't believe it neither. I can't this, like, it. I'm so happy to be back. It's good to see you, Jeanette. You look so well. Do I? Uh, I feel like cool. I everybody's like everyone's cool. fine. But I was saying to you guys, I feel like that cousin, yeah? <laughs> you know when they haven't been around for time? Yes. And then you just walk into the party. Everybody's everyone, all over you. And it, everyone's grown up. Yes. It's like, oh, <laughs> you just got to catch up. I'm so excited to be here. Everything's, Everything's changed. changed. Everything's We're changed. in a studio now. We're in a studio. And in person, this is mental. Yeah. Mm. I'm happy to be here. It's good to see you, man. You watched the game the other day? Of course. The greatest game I've ever seen. My son, just, can I just say about how, how dramatic my son is? Because like, <laughs> he gets, he's very hot and cold. If we're, if we're bad, we're the worst in the whole world. And when we play, he, he's just sent me a message just saying, Dad, that's the best, fo that's the best football match I've ever watched. The emotional. <laughs> the emotion. My mum would have said, we're nearly killing with football. But we're, we're looking so good. We look exciting. Why though? What's happened? No, no, no. What's happened is, is that what he's got is he's got the balance. It's from it's from the it's from the preseason what they were doing. Mm. William Saliba's made a magnificent amount of difference. Um, you know, Ben White playing there because everybody's saying, well, we're Tommy Asu. And I watched Ben White the other day, and he's given us a lot offensively, even though Tottenham were very poor in picking him up. I've done an I actually done an analysis about it. But the midfield, Thomas Party, he's in there now and he's he's solid. 
you got Martin Erdegaard. People are playing well in the positions. And they're settled. And then yeah. you've got Saka, who's now, he's just eight out of 10 every week. G- Gabriel Jesus, eight, nine, 10 out of every week. Gabriel Martinelli, flying. Xhaka! Imagine. Reborn! Can you imagine? And you know what I'm oh, saying? I was saying the other day. So I was saying the other day, Jeanette. The, the, but the Xhaka, the Xhaka rebirth is quite emotional, actually. It's it has given quite... what he went through and what the club and that relationship. Six seasons? Six seasons. I feel like it's been, feels, it feels just, longer. But when you look how, how, how many managers have kept him in there and people saying, yeah, but all those managers can't be wrong. They're not wrong because when you look at him as a player, individual player, and he's, his left foot is magnificent. He hasn't got a great pace. He doesn't beat people with a ball in respects of skills. He's getting the ball in positions where he can bam, get it into the players that can make the difference. Or he can bam, he can have a shot. We know he's got a great shot. I'm so pleased that he's stayed there long enough because if he left last year, or any, we would have said, what was the Xhaka, what was the Granite Xhaka like tenure at Arsenal? What would it have been? And, and it comes down to, like I say, he's playing in a position that's no, if I was playing at right back, that's what would happen to me. I would be fouling people. I'd probably get sent off because I'm not in the position of the field where I can do my stuff, where it suits me to be. I'm really pleased for him. Mm. But what, what, what he's got now, he's got our goalkeeper is, is brilliant. Our back four is brilliant. Our midfield is brilliant. And our front men are brilliant. It's just all brilliant. And, you know, what I saw from Tottenham in, on a couple of occasions was, yeah, we, we can be breached. Like, we, look, like what happened with us at Man United. Mm-hmm. Man United is like, we, we just got like sucker punched. Completely. You know, and, and Tottenham weren't able to take their chances. I don't mind that because what we're doing is we're going forward with purpose and we're putting teams under pressure and we're getting the ball in the box and we're having shots and the fans, the, the place has gone to another level. It's completely different. Like, I think it was my way. He said on his, um, on Twitter the other day that Arsenal were actually loading a Premier League challenge, like, which is crazy. Like, look at, I think we have <laughs> right, to, he's got to just take time. You, you, you know have what? to take time. We this have to take time. I, I, I'm not taking it. that from me, as well, Chelsea fan. I'm not taking it from me, <laughs> no, 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 saying we're loading. No, but he said we're loaded, and I feel that we are. I feel we, that we are. But that's, that's, oh, is it that's, too early? Am I too that excited? Is, no, it's not, it's not necessarily too early, because I think I was saying this to Ian yesterday. This season, it's a good time to yeah. be consistent because mm. everyone is really yeah. out of form and struggling Liverpool, and Chelsea, in transition. United, Liverpool, Liverpool, oh Liverpool yeah. Chelsea, United, like, City aren't perfect. Yeah. They're so good going forward, but they're not perfect defensive. So it's a good time to hit this form. But at the same time, it does feel crazy to think how Arsenal finished last season, to think how they've been across the last like 10 years, yeah. to then be like, oh my God, they actually can are I, title I feel, challenges. I, I, feel, I feel really can anxious. I, about I, it. I, I'll tell you why I feel anxious. Because it's you look so at, early as well. Yeah. We literally just October. You look, um, you look at Liverpool now, and Liverpool trying to stay with Man- Manchester City for the last four or five years. They're tired to hang on like they are. Because remember, Liverpool have to get people out, get them in. You have to make sure that you, you're bringing people through. Man City, the you know, they've got there. the capability of being able to get rid of Jesus, get rid of Zinchenko, get rid of Sterling, bring in, bring in Alvarez, and and they bring in Erling Haaland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and and they're still they're still bam they're at it and Phil Foden turns into a monster of a fo- of a player up front now scoring goals. They are the team that you have to try and hold on to. And what they've done to Liverpool is what they'll do to anyone. Mm. Okay, hang on to this shirt, um, hang on to this coat if you can, bro. And then you just drag because we're go- we're gonna go one hundred mile an hour for the next for the for the next thirty eight games. Can you stay with that, oh. Liverpool? Liverpool tried it a couple of times. One point. Massive 97 points they lost the league on. They beat them one season when City, I don't know what happened with City that season when Liverpool yeah. just like, do you remember? Bucks them up. Yeah, they did. And 
Honestly, you, you look at them and that is what Arsenal have got to be prepared for if they're going to be put mounting a proper challenge. They have to win games. When City win a game, that's what Liverpool done. Liverpool won a game and put the pressure back on. Is, uh, if Arsenal's the next team who are challenging, can Arsenal win the games to put the pressure back on City? Because City are going to need some pressure because at the moment they're coasting. Even while they're making certain mistakes at the back, it's still, it's they'll just, be disappointed setting the three goals. But Consistency, isn't it? It's that level of consistency just, that is so scary and so frightening. When you see them play on the weekend, you just think to yourself, they're scoring it's will. disgusting. He's not even, he's not doing it. <laughs> it's too, nasty, uh, man. I just yeah. like, like, it's not, you know what it is? It's mm. not fair. Mm. And I think that when... <laughs> it feel, no, it feels like it, that with Haaland. It yeah. feels, it feels unfair. like that. It yeah. feels like they've got bought a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. it's unfair and he's just, and it, it's so natural, it's so casual to him. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah. Even the commentators, when they're commentating about it, they're like, okay, we've not seen this before. No. Like Everyone's just trying to get mm. their head around it, let alone the footballer, the, the footballer's on the pitch. This yeah. is they're like, okay. generational yeah. stuff. You can also, when they do the, you're right, when they do the commentary, you can always almost say this. You know what City are, are able to do now? This is why they have to be easy favourites for the, for the Champions League with him, mm. right? Is even when they're not playing well, when they didn't used to play well, you see how it was hard for teams to yeah. break them down. Remember how Pep used to celebrate when in the end they ended up breaking these teams down. It's got four, four at the back, and, no, five at the back and four in front. <laughs> and he was so happy when they scored. Yeah. But now they're able with um, Herlin Haaland to take a half chance and bam. That's God, it. It's just sickening. That's it. It's done. Uh... It's like, it's, it's, it's going to take, the, I don't, I don't, nothing stops them. But what I'm pleased about with, with, um, with Arsenal is that they're on the way. Yes. And what will happen if Arsenal continue to play like this? And they said that a team have got this many points at this stage of the season normally end up in the top four. And then you look at Chelsea, you look at that, Liverpool. But you know what you scares me about that stat, though, is that someone's always got to be the first. Someone's got to be the first. Someone's yeah, got to be no, the I first. That. No, I hear That's it. That's what's scary about those sorts of stats. Yeah, but then you look at the teams around. It's and they're really very, works, Liverpool, for, again, we, we look at this game with Liverpool. This is a game where it can get Liverpool going simply because if Liverpool can then beat Arsenal, Cattell, and, and like stop them in their tracks, it's going to be a tough ask yeah. because Arsenal are very confident going into it. But then Liverpool with their couple of games in the Champions League, then they've got big games coming up as well. So this is a massive game. If Liverpool can beat Arsenal, it might give them the lift. But watching the way they defended and how disjointed they look it's not, it's it, not you know, I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna sort that out in a week. But oh, I think that would God. that's what would be <laughs> even more monumental about how long Arsenal can hold on for, or where they eventually finish if it is even in the top two. Mm. Let alone, you know, if it was a title, yeah. is like I think, you can't just say uh, top. No, two, it's top four. We don't, let's not. We're not no, getting over ambitious. Uh, no, no. But what no, I'm but saying here, over ambitious. No, we look good. But what we I'm saying good. is. <laughs> Think about the journey they've been been on in the context of what they're doing right now. To even dream of that is pretty wild, given what the teams around them have achieved over the last couple of seasons, which yep. is Champions League mm. titles, Premier League titles. Mm. Arsenal haven't had any of that. Yeah. No. Like, they're, they're, that, that's what's qu quite the test, wild. The test is coming. Um, if Arsenal is still here in another eight, nine games, ten games, and they are the ones who are duking it out with City, to try and stay with City, it's, ha it's, it's, 
how that's going to affect that squad. Yeah, especially how, with Europa League. How much do you think the World Cup break is going to? Well, that's these? also like if I someone think, picks yeah. up an injury there. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, and that remember, squad is is yeah. light. And remember, yeah. that, and remember as well, Erling Haaland ain't going. Everybody's talking oh, about Jesus when Christ. while everybody's at the World man's Cup. Man's going to be uh, in a lab, you know. Man's going to be in a lab like <laughs> yeah. Ivan Drago. Waiting for us. Waiting for the waiting for us to come back. You know what I mean? So I bet he sleeps on ice. He's got it now. He, he realized, I, think, I remember watching him, right, in that, um, in that Community Shield game where he missed those chances and people were laughing. And he, he himself, when he was walking back, he was laughing, right, to himself like, oh gosh, oh, what a miss. And I said to myself, this guy's going to really cause problems simply because that's not happening again. Yeah, never again. He's, He's not, not missing it. chances oh, like that. He's nine away from the Golden Boot winner last season. Nine. And look where we are now. He's eight games in. We are what in October, the start, beginning of October. They say he's on. He's, if he carries on like this, he'll score 66 goals. 66 <laughs> goals? Why are we laughing though? Because it could be a thing. Man scored three hat-tricks in three games. Eight. Is everyone okay? It's, and he's nine done. goals. What did I see? I saw, we, we put up a graphic the other day on the, on the Premier League Um um, flow where on the hat tricks, I think so the next person, so the act, he's got it in eight games, right? He's, he's three hat tricks, right? The next one I think was Michael Owen, forty-eight games to get three hat tricks. <laughs> Mitrovic had the has, has the record in the championship, in championship, which was still ridiculous, which was forty-three goals in a season, and he beat mm. Ivan Tony's previous record, which I think was like thirty-eight or something. Okay, yeah. okay. So forty-three is a big, big season, I think and they were for a four, in championship here. Yeah? yeah, on the okay. co- on the comms yesterday, they were mentioning Clive Allen's Spurs record, which 49. was 49. forty-nine. Okay, so yeah. he's. I mean, that's still pretty. Even God. if he gets that, it's pretty phenomenal. I let alone sixty-six. Uh, when when we look at it, like I said, I'm I'm pleased with the way we've started. I'm and. Zinchenko and, and Jesus coming in there, that oh. no one will be getting carried away with what's going on. There's a whole different vibe and energy to the team. Mikel himself won't be getting carried away with what's going on. The exciting thing about Arsenal is if they carry on like this, they, they, they will be attracting, oh, they will be attracting players. the kind of players, yes, the kind of players that say, yeah, I want to go there. Yeah. Because you look at the crowd, you look at the, the stadium, it's a young team. Energy you know, of it. The energy of oh. it. You know what I mean? There'll be people that will want to come. You know, fingers crossed that we can stay in there and do the top four and whatever else comes of the season Come because on. it's a long season, it's Europa okay. League stuff. You know, hopefully it doesn't it doesn't kick left. into too much of the of the squad and people get injured because again that's a problem for us. But I can't help. You could see I'm smiling. Isn't You're it? so smiley. <laughs> I can't. I'm I'm happy. Of I'm course, happy for so them. you should be. It's amazing. I'm happy for them. Happy days. Long oh, may continue. Amen. Okay, before we move on, let's uh, let's talk about England USA. USA. I'm really looking forward to the game. It's gonna be good. Really looking forward to the game because um, the thing is, I think us announcing it 48 hours after the Euros, yeah, yeah. is saying we're we're ready. Yeah, we're ready for or not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like it. That's what that's what that's what they're saying. Yeah, Jeanette, because it it doesn't matter what happens over here in Europe. Especially when Germany were winning it all the time, but now we've got Holland have won, Netherlands have won it, we've won it. But the test is always the USA. Americans, yeah, it's the USA. big one. And they would have been the watching big the Euros. Yes, yeah. and they would have yes. been saying, "Oh, is it now?" Yeah, they want, okay, they want, they, they want to prove, they want to prove that they are. Plus, yeah. there's no way that um, the USA are not a ninety thousand sellout at Wembley. Jeez. America's coming over to try and put us in our place. We are now in a place where well, I think that America are transitioning. 
Yeah, their manager is under pressure. If this game doesn't go well, there'll be a lot more questions about him because there's already been questions before the World since Cup. He, yeah, since mm-hmm. he took over. We're eight, nine months away from the World Cup. So these next round of games, they've got matches against England and Spain. Mm. They're missing they were, they're some key players yeah. as well. Big games. Big games. Morgan's um, not come across because Morgan's yeah, but, not come. But they're, doing, they're, they're having their kind of like playoff times over in, in WSL now, isn't yeah, they? Yeah, so, so it's 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 because if it was a World Cup, if the, if that was a World Cup game, she'd be playing. Yeah, it, I mean it's. The calendar in different stages. Obviously, it's been the start of the WSL season, mm-hmm. and NWSL's finished. And right? NWSL's mm-hmm. coming towards the end, yeah. so right. it's crunch time. Some players are not in the playoffs. Mm. Some players are oh, in the playoffs. Okay. Megan Rapinoe's had a brilliant season. Mm-hmm. Um, her team are in the playoffs, but Alex Morgan hasn't come over. Her team are also in the playoffs. She's had one of her best ever seasons. Yes. She's not here, and she won't be here. So that's that. That benefits England a little bit, but England have their own injury issues. In Leah Williamson, mm. who yeah. uh, today's been announced, is, uh, is injured. And so lots of women. Moyes come in. Alessia Russo. Russo. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, Nikita Paris has come in. And Lucy rest, Parker. Yeah, they need a rest. Lucy it's Parker, who's just come in. This yeah. is her first call-up. She's yeah. also injured, oh, no. which is a time, massive shame. Do you think they'll, bring up my, they'll call my, my Letitia in? No news on that at the moment, but who knows? Everyone's looking They're at Maya and thinking like she yeah. should be getting well, a call. She, like, what's going there's on? There's people and, and saying Serena, that she should have got it before. Serena yeah. did say like she's close, yeah. but she felt like defensively, like offensively, she it's said she's there, unreal yeah. and yeah. She, you know, she's already scored a couple of goals this it's season. not quite there But defensively, she felt like these players were doing yeah. more and that's why they got the call up. But she's so close. She's been flying in the 23s, so she she'll be fantastic. there. She'll be there, but... I think the injury issues are a worry. Like, yeah, for massive. Sure. But then it's ex- it's exhaustion, isn't it? When you do a, a championship like that, you know what it's like, mm. Ian. Like your whole body, yeah. it almost shuts down. Yeah. It, it gets ready for that one big moment. Yeah. Then after that, you've got to get yourself back up again. Yeah. They started back up the WSL. And then they bam, bam, and bam, bam, bam. The girls and they didn't, tired. Yeah, they didn't. They had, a lot of them had maybe like one, one two weeks yeah, off and that was enough. it. It's no And then some enough. of them had to go into Champions League qualification yeah. and... International games, games before the yeah, season exactly. But even that time off, Flo, they've got all of the press stuff they're doing, all the spot like it's a lot. The the yeah. newfound fame and everyone's onto them. Which is why when a lot of the girls retired straight after, I was like, Yeah, it makes sense. Because yeah. they're just absolutely mm. exhausted. And also I mean? without Ellen White there now. Oh my god. Alicia Russo's carrying a lot, lot of pressure. So much. Beth England's no, not in this squad. Mm. So there's gonna be a lot of pressure now on Ebony Salmon, mm. Lauren James. Mm. Perhaps Rachel Daly will play up top. Well, as that's well, what they should so. do. They should, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great Rachel time to, to try it. It's a good time to mm. try it, but at the same time, like I really fucking want to beat the USA. That's the so like I'm not here for experiments, yeah. I'm here no, no, to win. No. I, I wanted to start. And I also wanted to beat them with, them with Alex Morgan and the team and yeah. then do reverse tea the, celebration. The tea celebration. Yeah, the tea <laughs> celebration will come, but you know, I, I'm, I'm quite Welcome. pleased that, um, that she that she went back because obviously she was, she just had a, she's had yeah, a baby, baby and she's over yeah. in COVID and yeah. everybody's talking about like, oh, she didn't do it. No, she's playing unbelievably now and she's somebody, like I say, she would have been, if this is a World Cup, she'd be, she'd be here because I believe that she will be, the, she'll be leading their line um, come the World Cup. Oh my gosh. But like World you look Cup. at them, their the team's getting to that stage. You know, you've got Rapino, she's 37. You know, she's 34, Alex Morgan. You know, the, the captain, Sabrin. Yeah, you know, was, another one, 30, yeah, 30, I think she's 32, 30s, yeah. maybe, something like that. Something like that. that it's I, an older squad. It's an older yeah. squad. They're, they're in transition. I mean, they've got they've called, they've got some much younger What's players. They've, young called, up, she's called, they've called up a, a teenager in, I think it's Alicia Thompson. Alicia Thompson. She's like 16, 17, isn't she? Yeah. And so the, and he, Trinity he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to transition this squad, but it's not quite working at the moment. But it's, it's I, I, that's why I think confidence. 
like I think England can feel confident that they've been through a major tournament with quite yeah, but, a, a select group now. But if, yeah. but if we were to lose to this transitional USA side who know how to play in these big games, we know how to play in the big games now. But you really want you would really wanted us to have our our top top. Uh, top players playing. Yeah. Because the thing with with America, they've come over to play us and Spain. Obviously, the Spain game is going to be a non-entity simply because of the amount of players that are on strike there. Mm. I don't blame them. Yeah. And so the England game is the one what the USA will focus on. And they, in this moment, because if I was playing for the USA um, and they are transitioning, I'd want to beat them. Yeah. So as they can see, we're not even at our we're not even at our full. 100%. I know that's what would worry me. They've got they've it's got a, a, they've got a girl in high school coming. Imagine yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you need a child. You know, like. you know <laughs> they already beat us back in the back in the fifties one 0 and we were still hearing about it. The fact is, <laughs> I remember I was playing for England when they beat us in Boston one 0 Honestly, it was I, I was so angry. But the thing with America is that that they're. Their, their their approach will be yeah. will be very intense. Oh, they have to be because I think that this these two teams are probably going to be one of the favourites to win the Absolutely. World Cup. So this is a marker game. They can't, I bet they can't wait. This is not. It, it, it's a friendly, but it's wait. not a friendly. Yeah, this is so wait. much more. But you know what's amazing? So many people I know are coming over from the states for it. Really? I know. So, I know someone. Right? Oh no! Think oh about gosh. how far this is. Portland, so mm -mm. far, far west Literally coast. Literally west coast. She's coming over for the game for like two days. Wow. What? Yeah. That's really? how much people want to see this game. Yeah. Like this is box office. It's, it's, you know something, before we move on from it, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because, like I say, if the girls, if, if, if we can, the Lionesses can lay down a marker and... Them, Imagine if it was like Because you now. have to make them, yeah, <laughs> you have to make them <laughs> sit back and think, Whoa, Wow. Okay, whoa, here we go. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. And the I'm, same, I'm if I'm America, yeah. I'd want to do the same. Yeah. So then what it does, it kind of like takes the impetus away from um, our ladies simply because we just, we just dealt with Europe and they've come and they're in transition. Mm. So we have got to go into the game knowing the enormity of what's going on here in respect of a mental game. We're doing this without some of our big stars, you know. Yeah, well, some of our well, big this stars. will show. This will really show the depth in it. This will really show the depth. And, what it's about. and I'm, I'm pleased that we're, we're going for those games. And that's what we're going to see. We're going to see a lot of games. I think Sweden are playing Australia. They're going to play Australia. We're going to see those cross kind of games. Yeah. And it has to happen because the World Cup's coming. And you know something? Kind of excited about the game. Yeah. Yes. Friday, 8 p.m., baby. Are yeah. you doing ITV? Yes, I am. Yes. Yes, I am. So it's okay, everybody. I'm there. Good. <laughs> Brilliant. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Jeanette, Eubank Ben. Like a lot of people won't understand mm -mm. What's, what, what this is about. Because let me tell you, I watched in 93. I watched it. This was like, it was epic. Mad, mad, It was mad. epic. Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank. And remember, Chris Eubank came on the scene 
He won a couple of fights and that. He's come on the scene and he's come with what people have seen Chris Eubank now. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, he's like when, that when Chris Eubank came then with that energy and everything, people wanted Nigel to punch his head off. <laughs> and we had, a, I was, we used to spend a lot of time with Nigel, with, yeah. um, with um, Ambrose, Mem, Mendy and all the guys over at East London. We, we watched a lot of Nigel's fights. So we obviously big Nigel Ben fans. fans. Yeah. You know, went to went up to Manchester for that fight on mass. Eubank broke hearts that night. Listen. Jesus the thing Christ. about do you know what? There's a book that I've been reading about the history of it. Because obviously at the time I was super young. My dad's a massive boxing fan. Mm. So I'm there on Saturday working. And mm. when I think about the level of this fight mm. and what it means, it's like a Hollywood movie it script. Is. Like, it is. It's like your sons are coming to avenge mm. like whatever and, happened and decades ago. It's legacy. mad. And is this, is this the first time that the Eubank Jr. and Ben Jr. have fought yeah. each other? Yeah. Yes. They're not even the same weight. They're not, they're so not they, the same they weight. They just forced this to happen yeah. just because of the dad. The dad. Yeah. There's a film, there's actually a film coming out about their dads. And I, I'm a like bit... Like a documentary no, or no, like dramatisation. A, a dramatisation. Wow. So like, because that, that's, the rivalry was too crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Because you've got like these two... So, they're so contrasting, as in mm. their dads, so contrasting yeah. in their characters. And you look at these two, even in their size, they're not the same size. Mm. So they have to have a catch weight, right? right. So I'm looking at Chris Eubank what, and what, what's, a, what's a catch weight well, mean? Well, he has to come down, right? Hit, so, um, right. Eubank Jr. has to come down. And they're okay. worried about that, aren't and they, Jeanette? Yeah, of course, because like, if you think about it, it's dangerous, Because there's it? a video of him eating steak, steak <laughs> yeah. on the weekend. It's, it's actually dangerous. Like, if, if, if Eubank's too big, mm. then you're yeah. going against Ben. If you hit him, you could really, really yeah. hurt him. So they've got to be really careful. And so like, you know... And like, Eubank had an issue in a previous fight where... Being too big? No, when he... Wasn't there an issue where... He, he, uh, an opponent got seriously injured. No, like, that was that, his dad. That was his dad. Oh, that that's was his dad yeah. with Michael Watson. I was Michael at that Watson. fight as well. Was saying, oh, and yeah. that is why Chris. That's yeah. why Chris Eubank is worried about his son coming down like that because yeah. it's, it's it's easier to go up, right? Yeah, I guess it would. Do you be. think it would have been easy to go up? It's easier to go up as you get older. It just it's harder to shift the weight. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But and for him to come down. down, and how much has he got to lose? He's got to lose something like three, I think three or four I, kilos. I, he's got or a, easily three to four kilos. Like right. he's coming and, down to like a five eight catch weight or something. That is that is tough because yeah. he then has to stay at that because normally people go to the weight. Yeah. And then when they finish, they can go and eat what they, they want. They eat and they go back up again. But he's getting weighed. Eubank Jr. is getting weighed just before he gets in the ring. And that doesn't normally happen. Wow. Yeah. So normally, like, you do the day yeah, before the Yeah, that's not allowed, is nah, it? Nah, but then for this, is part of the contract. He has to get weighed. Wow. Otherwise, if he goes in too heavy, again, Ben's going to get hurt. He could get hurt. Ben's tiny, you know. If he walks in here, you'll be like, rah. He is small. He's a small is, What's guy. his weight? Is he a lightweight? One five, yeah. Is it 157? Five, five, seven, he goes. I think, right. like, Eubank has to come down. From 160. Yeah, one it's, it's all mad. Wow. You know, the thing is, is that um, that's the only thing that worries me with it because I was at the Watson fight and even Chris Eubank himself senior yeah. he's saying he doesn't want his son to take in this fight even though Chris Eubank Jr. is continually just poking that, that hornet's nest uh, which is which is Conor Ben yep. he's really poking it and you know something it's exactly what Chris Eubank done to his dad yeah. to the point where Nigel went in there with steam coming out of his ears and Chris it. Eubank was very calm, calm and he, he beat him but the thing is, what um, what Connor has to do is he's got to learn from that. He's, he's got to learn from how that went, how how it went in. Because I think Eubank, from a men, from a mental side of it, he had him a gamesmanship side mm. of it. He totally had Nigel because I think by the time it came to it, when Eubank stopped, he, 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 Nigel was out of steam, completely finished. He was completely out of steam. 
So you're hoping <laughs> that like Connor will have learned from that. But at the same time, you know, Chris Eubanks saying things like, I only need 60, I only need to be 60%. 60% and, I, oh, and, and, I, and I'm not, and I'm not making love to my girlfriend or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he said that. He's not I, I, for two, you know, I'll give you two weeks. I, I, and I'm thinking to myself, I remember I sent a message. I think I sent a message to Connor. I said, Connor, you know what I mean? Please. Because I saw what a build up was like you the last see time. It. You remember. Connor, do not get involved. If yeah. he comes in and he's 60%, he's in trouble. Yeah. And that's how you got to see that's it. You've how. got to not get into the foolishness. Because when you see them across the table, that, he's in, he's like, like yeah. you can see Connor was a smash. The thing about Connor as well, like, there's a couple of times I've sat down with him, I've had interviews or I've done work with him where he's been like co-coms. And he, when he's ready, like, he, when he's in the zone, forget it. Like, proper little, mm. like, his head gets hot. So he needs to be in a position where he has to have a level of calm about him, a level of grace, he because you can't to. go in there and just start laying it yeah. out. It's not going to happen that way. Mm. Like, you've got to be so strategic and actually box in this fight. And yeah. although, they're, although they're very different weights, how have their two career trajectories gone? Um... Like, up well, to this Connor's point on, Connor's on his way up he's doing yeah. good stuff Connor's fight he's got yeah. some serious fighters yeah. in his weight though yeah Jeanette. I definitely feel someone like Connor Ben personally when I saw this fight was being made I was like Connor doesn't need this mm. like Connor's on a trajectory where he needs to start fighting for world titles this and is there, just the Rocky ways. movie fight this is very much a you know it's going to sell tickets you yeah. know it's pay per view yeah. because surely yeah. because it's been manufactured there's no actual belts on the line nah, either. nothing this is, so, all, this, yeah. is, this is all kudos and like bragging yeah, and money yeah. like, and dads like. yeah. but then saying that like we were saying um, uh, Chris Eubank doesn't necessarily want Eubank Jr. to do this because he understands like what comes of it so there's been a lot yeah. of talk about whether or not actual Chris Eubank's going to be in Junior's corner mm. on the right. night. So I think it's going to be an incredible night. It's sold out so quickly. Mm. Like it's you know, be you know what, what worries me is, is that it's, it's, it's something that's, it, the, all the stars don't align for it. Yeah. It's not the right weight. You know, it shouldn't be happening. There's no belts on the line. They're not, it's not mandatory. It's none, none of that. And it feels like it's unprovoked. So it's, it's just brought on just because it can. And these are the, these are the, um, the situations where something happens, God forbid. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So but surely br- since, since, the, since what happened with, with Eubank Senior and Watson, mm. boxing as a sport has, the, the officiating and the refereeing yeah. has, has improved to, yeah, to was, hopefully stop something like yeah, that. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, but... But obviously about, it's still, it's still yeah, boxing it's the, at the yeah, end and, of the day. And, and, and it still happens. Still got to take yeah. blows. Still happens, got, still yeah. got to take blows. You still got to take the blows. Yeah. I, I don't think, if I'm going to be totally honest, I, I just hope that they both come out okay. If one of them win, what, they're going to have a rematch? No, and then again, all that. And it's then just again, done. Yeah. You know, done after that. Also, just, they have their actual careers in terms of winning belts, etc. to think about. Like, this is a distraction. About. But their promoters, obviously, you've got like Wasserman who promote Chris and mm. then Matchroom, Eddie Hearn and them that promote Connor. They're huge. They're giants in this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They see the value. They see the benefit. And it is entertainment. Like, mm. I, I actually, I can't wait for the fight. But like I said, I'm like with Ian here. I just want everyone to come out okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just come out okay. Absolutely. And then we can just keep it moving but mm. wow 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 it's, it's, if it if it's a spectacle that because the, the Eubank Ben fight in the 90s was it was a th- it was thunderous was it mad you can hear the oh punches. my god I my wish. god it was and you know what we were so <laughs> in the end obviously Chris won and you kind of pleased for him because like then he went on to kind of like really shape this because yeah. we're thinking what, what the is fuck this is this guy going on what's he talking like this for why is he moving like this 
Why is he walking and stopping? He's stopping having a cane, a monocle. <laughs> he was throwing everybody off. And bro. that's him. Like, that it's him. crazy, isn't it? Is that actually him in real life? That's him. It's not like Blows. a persona. Like, did, you see him, him. did you see him when he's like, I think he went to the weighing, or he was at the weighing, and he was, there was music playing. And he, he, just was, he was dancing. He was dancing. There's something. There's something amazing about it now because so when we funny. first watched it, we're thinking, what is what's this? wrong with this guy? And you just want his face to get punched in because you're thinking, And then, thinking, and then he just switches off and becomes Honestly, a, as an animal. As a, fi- as a fighter, a fighter, a fighter proper, proper, proper he was fighter. amazing. He's an yeah. amazing fighter. But him fighter. and Nigel Benn, like, they're yeah. good, they were good fighters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like You sit there and you know you're going to get a war. Like, Nigel was war. devastated. It's too much. It's too much. So like, let's see how their boys go because Connor's very, very good. He's very, very good. But as is Chris, so let's see. I don't know. It should be good. Saturday. Should be good. Guys, flowers this week. Aww. Flowers this week are going to Jude Bellingham and Phil Folden. Young bucks. They're so cute. You know something? <laughs> so young. That's the future. Fresh. You know what? When you look at the future, so we've got Jude Bellingham. He's captain of Dortmund now, which is an unbelievable message they're sending out. I love it. Um, you got do you, do you think it? Do you think it's a bit of a like hands off our man to um, it's City just, and you others? You know what? I, you know how I would look at it. It's not hands off because it's almost like wow, this guy's ninety. He's, he's our captain. Captain at ninety. Um, so this is what he's capable of. This isn't almost. This isn't like hands off our man. This is a look at our man mm-hmm. because there's no way that after this World you can't Cup, because Jude, <laughs> Jude Bellingham from in England has to start for England in the World Cup. Has to. Right. So if he has a good World Cup. We're talking about 150 million straight off the bat once he comes back. And he's got no buyout clause. He's got no buyout clause. You look at the way those guys have come through. I remember when Jude Bellingham left Birmingham and the Birmingham fans said, Retire the shirt. Retire the shirt. shirt. People were laughing. They knew. I was laughing. People were laughing at the Brummies. They knew. They knew. They saw. They saw. And like what what we've seen now is that at nine, then he's got into the England squad at 17. Now he's at... 19, he's captain of Dortmund. He's going to go to one of the big clubs. He will be a major star playing for one of the big clubs barring injury. And the same trajectory for someone like Phil Foden. Mm. You can almost see Phil Foden staying at Man City for the whole of his yeah, career, couldn't you? One, one club he's man. He's a local boy. Yeah, one club man. You can you tell. Can see that. You can but tell. Again, his trajectory as well, Jeanette um, Flo, is I remember people clamouring. Got, he's got to go out on loan. He needs to be playing. We need, this is, he's a young English talent. You're, you're curtailing him. And and like Pep was saying, no, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's not going nowhere. nowhere. He's here. training with David Silva, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, Aguero. Yeah. Look at what Phil Foden's doing now. And what we're seeing from Phil Foden in that position playing off Herlin Haaland is like somebody that's not in the meat and bones of it where his slight little frame might get knocked about the place. He's coming onto balls, arriving into the yep. box. He's now turned into the Raheem Sterling kind of Gabriel yeah, Jesus and just go. coming in getting yeah. it, coming into the box and finishing off those yeah. chances so now we're seeing Pep with another player that is turning into a goal monster just whipping it in like no problem so look at them honestly we're talking about two two players so who are going to be they are so, so good already I'm, and I'm giving um, Foden and Bellingham flowers but you know I'm going to give some uh, give something to James Madison okay and the way that James Madison's kept himself going in a Leicester side that are rock bottom but he has, the way he's played, he's, he's been consistent. And that's all you can do. That's yeah. all you can do. And last night, again, he showed again how good he is against a Forest side that I have to say, <laughs> what a rascal that's going on at Forest. 
what is going on? Jesus Christ! That's what I said, Forest. That's what. My, did you see what I, was, I saw it? I said, Forest. Forest have come to sing, but they they've turned into Mini Vellini. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Mini Vellini miming up the place. They're miming up the place. They're miming up the rascal. Lie to you, baby. Will I lie to you? Yes, I fucking would lie to you. You're lying. You know, so I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him flowers. Simply because, yes, it's against Forrest, but I am happy that James Madison is now getting that England chat around him as well. He deserves the England chat around him because that's what he wants. Yeah. You know, he might not be Gareth's cup of tea, but that's what you've got to do as a top player. You've got to push yourself in their consciousness, you know? Go on, James. Nice one, James. You're getting flowers, man. So James, Phil and Jude for flowers. Yeah. Oh, good. Nice. Lenny <laughs> Vellini, man. Nice boys. Nice boys. <laughs> I couldn't believe the stat. And I know it's it's been a, a very rapid uh, rise for City over the mm. last couple of years, but I couldn't believe the stat that Phil Foden was the first player from Greater Manchester to score for City against United in the history of the Premier League and also mm. was usurped by Erlen Haaland, but he is one of the uh, only players to score a hat-trick in the Manchester derby mm. since 1970. Yeah, and you know something? Why that is even more of an unbelievable feat for him is because of Manchester City's capabilities mm-hmm. in the market, you mm-hmm. know? And the fact that we're and not... And the Galacticos the they Ga- put together, yes, right? Yes. For him to come through and, you know, and to, to be honest, Pep and Man City and Bagheera Stein, they've, they've all managed him amazingly, right? That he's, he's got through, they haven't let him go anywhere on loan, he's stayed there and trained... You know what I liked about him as well? Never, ever did we hear from Phil Foden, even when he's getting in and around the England squad. Never did we hear from him. Yeah, I just, I want to play. I just want to go out and play. I just want to, he just, calm. he was just, he's just yeah. calm. You know what I mean? And but, Do you reckon they probably sat him down and they've had conversations with him and said like, we know how great you can be. Just mm, be patient. Probably. And ju- they have to. They would have had to have done because, that. And, yeah. The, the way they've kind of drip fed him into that team mm. more and more and more yeah. and more over the last few years. And then it, it felt like overnight, suddenly he was a key part of that team. Strategies. It's worked. It's worked. It you has know what definitely they, worked. You know what, we, what we're seeing now, um, and obviously he's got Erlen Haaland up front with him. He's got Kevin De Bruyne behind him. But what we're seeing is that Phil Foden needs to be played further up front for England. Yeah. Because we've still not... And on the left. Yeah, we've still still not found that position. I I don't want him to be in um, another one of those players that, yeah, but you know, when it's for England, we can't quite... We're seeing how it works for him. So we know where we can put him. We're seeing how it works with him. You know, he can can play off of somebody up there. You know, so that's what we've got to be doing. We've got to be looking to how can we utilise this guy what we're now seeing who's come through an elite academy into an elite team and is now f- playing elite football at the very highest level. Unbelievable football. How you much know, do you think we, that him playing alongside Haaland's going to actually raise his game? Like, do you think oh, how massive. it's well, going to be mad, isn't massive. it? Well, look at what he's like, done. His finishing is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Even his last finish, even the last finish, what, um, what Phil Foden done, you know, it, was, it wasn't just like, oh, it, he made it look mm. easy. Just bam, just whipped it into David David De Gea's right hand side. He had no chance. It was wasn't a tapping. I really want to just spend a day at City's training ground and see what it. they do in training because you know you always hear players like everyone who's bang on about David Beckham mm. and how he'd spend like two hours after training just like hitting free kicks. Yeah. I want to know if Haaland and Foden are just hanging out for an you extra know, hour after training and just, and just doing I tell you, I tell you what, was, what was really interesting. And I always I always say it to Roscoe when you're watching. 
You know when people are doing the warm up and you see them starting to do finishing. Uh -huh. Always watch that, right? I always get to. I watch theirs again because I always watch it. They were so clinical in mm. their in their finishing in the warm up. Watch teams. Some teams are missing it. And oh, when I watch the QPR players do their <laughs> their finishing and warm up, people get hit behind the goal. <laughs> They're going out to the side. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's bad. Honestly, it's green. Watch, like, no! you know, if, if anybody was, if, if you're able to, if anybody's able to, if you're, you're able to, I don't know how you get to see that unless you, you were you were recording bad. the game right from the start. But watch how those guys were finishing in the warm up. That says it to me because. They're not, mess they're not messing around. Mm. That's what it's for. And I see too many people, the finishing is wayward. Mm, and that is not a good thing at that know. stage. That's when you should be sharp and in. And that is what they were like, the City, when I watched them warming up against United. They were clinical and they'd done it in the game. That's the mark of a pep team, though. No one's pissing about trying to nope. take indirect this free kicks it. and they never, like, Serious, you can't do that. Big business, man. Yeah. Big business on that mm. pitch. Can I say, with, quickly with Jude Bellingham, they're flexing as well, saying, yo, this is, what, this is what Dortmund are saying by giving Jude Bellingham the, the captaincy in this. Yo, look at our guy. Crazy. Look at our 19-year-old. He's our captain. This is what we think of him. This is how good he is. This is what I'm thinking that Dortmund have done. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. So, draw for the Women's Champions League. Group A, Chelsea have got... PSG. PSG, Real Madrid yeah. and Vlasnia. Vlasnia, they're definitely going to struggle in that group for sure, alongside PSG, Chelsea and Real Madrid. That is a tough yeah. group. That's a tough group. group. Do, do wow. you think Emma Hayes, she's losing sleep over Champions League? Um, I don't know if she's losing sleep because... It's all she's got left to win yeah. for me. It's, it's all she's got left to win, but I don't know if she's losing sleep because uh, I think she's... Be because she got to the final, I think she's almost past the point of putting too much pressure, pressure on because mm. she knows what happens when she does that. And that's what happened against Wolfsburg last season mm. when they completely fell apart and lost 4-0 and looked like ghosts out there. And there yeah. were lots of things at play. Like she had players that were ill. She had players that were injured. It was just before COVID. There was yeah. a whole thing about, was, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. or just before Christmas, sorry, it was a whole thing about where were people going to be spending Christmas. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of tension and nerves in the camp, but I think she knows what happens when you put too much pressure on your players. Yeah, but also Flo, like Ian just said, it's the only thing she's got left to win, I know. really. And I, I know, I and I think like she wants to check thing. out. I, I think, think she wants I've, to just say, done, yeah. dusted, onto the next project. Yeah. I've done it all, I've won it all. And she's put together a group of players now with that has Champions League winners mm. in there. So she's so close. I think she's got more top-level European experience in that squad. I think the fear is that Chelsea aren't at their best right now. And we've seen yeah. last season what happens when you're not at your best yeah, in and Europe. The start of the season with, with Liverpool. The, with the yeah. group stages yep. and you will get done. And mm. I think that would be the fear for Chelsea fans is this could this is probably 
maybe the worst group they could have had. <laughs> maybe facing Wolfsburg or or Leon would have been mm. worse than this. But that is that's a tough, that's a really, tough really really tough and they group. they start and finish their their group against PSG. Oh, mm. so. With that front line, with the players that PSG have, Grace Gioro, who oh, who Chelsea tried to buy, yeah. and didn't get nowhere. There's some narrative there. Yeah. There's some narrative there. Caroline Weir's already tearing oh, up for Real, Madrid. for Real Madrid. There's narrative yep. there. I, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. Flo <laughs> says she's scared. But yeah, I want to talk about I want to talk about Group C because I really saw a really mm-hmm. funny tweet. Leon, Go on, Arsenal, Leon, Juventus, and Arsenal, Juve, and Zurich. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Daniel Vanadonk used to play at Arsenal. Yeah. She used to be DVD in baby. a relationship with Beth Mead. Mm-hmm. I saw a funny tweet that was like, "Group C is like the Champions <laughs> League's answer to X on the beach." <laughs> <laughs> and Juve. This isn't like a relationship thing, but Lena Hurtig used to play at Juve. Joe Montemuro, now yeah, Juventus coach. coach. Let's talk about the other groups as well, because Group D is pretty spicy. You've got mm. yeah, Barcelona. Lucy Bronze and Kira Walsh now at Barcelona. Obviously, Pateas yeah. is out with a long-term Munich, injury. Bayern Munich, Georgia Stanway. Yeah. Georgia Stanway. They've had a very good start to the season. Rosengard, historically a, a good European side. Mm. Benfica, who are no pushovers, took points of Bayern last season. That's a that's a that's you know an something? open group. Can I say something with the group? Obviously, Vlasnia. You see what's what's happening with St. Poulton and stuff like that. But you and, and Zurich. But when you look at these, t- it's 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 tough. Quality teams. Quality teams. Quality teams. It's tough. Yeah, it's gonna. And be- that's the best thing about the Champions League yeah. now. It, it's a bit like the Euros. I was saying this yesterday because. Women's Euros, 16 teams. Yep. Every single group is so tough. It's competitive. Yeah. There yeah. wasn't really... I mean, Northern Ireland, unfortunately, were kind of like the biggest pushovers, yeah. pushovers yeah. of that competition. Everyone else it was, was competitive. really competitive. Yeah. And this is the same. You've got yeah. 16 teams. It's so tight. Two, two teams get out from each group. Every single game. I and mean, last season, Chelsea went into it as a you know, top seed, mm. as, as champions mm. of their league in pot one and they end up finishing third in their group. Yeah. So mm. it is wide open. It just goes open. to show. And the thing about the thing about Champions League, it's taken do you know what for me personally, it's taken me a while to get into Champions League because the golf was so big. Yeah. But now and you couldn't watch the game. You couldn't watch yeah. it. You couldn't watch it. And now when you're looking at it now and you see for what it is and you're looking, we in this country sometimes are quite arrogant in terms of our leagues being oh, yeah. the best. Mm. And then they go out into Europe and you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And the group, having the group stage format, just the second season they've had this at, at this level, it just changes everything Completely. because it creates such a better uh, entertainment product and such a better narrative mm-hmm. because it's not just a knockout st- two-leg ties anymore. Do, do we get out of that group though, don't we? Because yesterday I was like, when I saw Leon, Juventus and Zurich, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, nothing. Do, do we get out of that? That's a tough. Well, I mean, against, I, I, against I Ajax, against Ajax. Well, yeah, you know, there was some had, tough moments. It was tough. There was some it tough, was tough moments. So I think Arsenal do get out of that group, but I think they get out of the group as runners up, which mm, you know, on seedings makes sense. Leon, yeah. I can't wait. And to see I think that game. Joe Montemurro's Juventus give them a tough, tough time. two games, and Joe will know how to beat them. Joe will know what to do. And to they're be able like to Juventus are so stubborn; they're so hard to break down. They don't score a lot of goals. Um, but they're so hard, hard to break to be, down, yeah. mm. and I think Arsenal sometimes struggle against teams we do. like that. This is where we need. So it's gonna be. We need Viv to tough. kick in yeah. again. So it was Leah's injury. Did you say she's injured? She's injured. She's dropped out. Oh no, she's still. She's being assessed in the England squad. She hasn't what is dropped it, out. Hamstring yet. or something. Doesn't say. It just said she picked up an injury in training and she's being assessed. So mm, she may still God. feature in the game against the Czech Republic, but TBC. But and, but and Rafa, Rafaela's broken out. her foot she's out. See after the Ajax game, so it's tough. It's tough. So the first games are in a couple of weeks. We'll see how Arsenal and Chelsea squad are doing fitness-wise mm. by then. But 
Arsenal start their campaign against Lyon away, 19th wow. of October. We might go for a Wrights House trip. Should we just yeah. do it? We should go. Yeah. Should I really want to go. Let's go to and Lyon. then the next day, catch the train to Paris, 20th of October, PSG. Chelsea go to PSG. We should go. Really? Wow. That's incredible. That. That's just after my birthday, 19th, 20th. Let's go. If I can, I'm going. Let's, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to Roscoe. Yeah. We'll get it done. Should we, we do it? Ryan's coming over. Moose is coming over. I love the fact that we have to talk to Roscoe for everything. Yeah, we have to talk to Dad first. Hey, Dad. I'll see you soon. See you very soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Flo. Thanks, Jeanette. Always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, but let me, we'll see what's going on. We'll see what's going on this week. I'm quite excited about football because you know why? Arsenal top, man. Come on. <laughs> Latest peeps. <laughs>